Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome, one and all, to the Diversity on the Hill podcast. This is PJ, and sitting in front of me is PK. I don't know that I have that that kind of ability. What what kind of ability is that? To be able to speak like this. Just like bring a, the thunder, man. Just come on, bring it on. Let's make it happen. We're so glad <laughs> you're here with us today. Yeah. Oh no, I'm starting to sound like a like a preacher, <laughs> uh, like a like a southern. I was gonna say a southern Baptist. Stereotypical <laughs> southern preacher. Yes. Once again, stereotypical. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We're not trying to be insensitive here at all. But that's PJ. Well, I already said my name. You did? Yeah, and you said yours already. I did? Oh, I got so excited in the whole way that I just kind (laughs) of dropped that ball. Anyhow. Hey, so two weeks ago, I got to see both my brothers. And Uh that's kind of a rarity, you know. Uh Our lives are, you know, it's hard, you know. But one of my brothers just moved to the Gatlinburg area. So he's working out of there and my other brother lives in ohio so he came and visited so we're a little closer now so hopefully we can see each other more often i'm pretty excited yeah but it was uh, the three brothers and then some nephews right and some i took jonah and my uh, other brother brought his two kids and so we met him at his his place and i mean he's just he's just a poor a pure bachelor his house but it it was cool it was awesome uh eating off of paper plates and and ordering food (laughs) it was awesome but we were in gatlinburg and i had never really done i had done dollywood have you ever been to dollywood i have not been to dollywood have you been to gatlinburg i have been to gatlinburg yes it's very nice up there have you been to any of the like shows in gatlinburg no i went to the aquarium i think they have left there and i got to sleep in in the aquarium why would you do that it was an adventures oh, event. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So it was All nice. Right. You know, uh, when you're under the tank mm. and you get to look up in that little area that, there. That seems kind of neat. Oh, it was neat. It yeah. was a good experience. I slept horribly, but it, right. was, yeah. but it was a good experience. Especially at our age. The floor is no longer fun. No. Anyways, we went to Gatlinburg and we went to some, to some shows. And I had never been to, well, we went to one show. The first night there, uh, my brother took us to the Hatfield and McCoy's show. You, oh, tell me see, about have it. Have you ever seen that building? No. Anyways, it's, it's a Hatfield and McCoy show. It was pretty cool. It was entertaining. It was a little cheesy, but also a little funny. And and as I'm l- looking around, I'm watching. And then the next day, I was kind of noticing more. We did some of the stereotypical, like, uh, go-karts. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. And we did, like, one of those hillside roller uh, hillside roller coaster. Uh-huh. It was, it was pretty neat. That is awesome. I'd like to try that sometime. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. But as I noticed around, I was looking around me, and since we, we talk about this sometimes, but it was pretty white. Hmm. Like the show, Hatfield and McCoy is obviously like, everyone was white. Huh. Almost everyone in the audience was white. And since I've been doing this podcast, I've been noticing more about that stuff. And I oh. was like, how do I feel about this right now? <laughs> I don't, and I was like, how do I feel about the fact that this is like so not multicultural? Yeah. You're getting a feel for what it feels like when we walk into a room and we're the only person that is not of that particular race. Yeah. I've 
Okay, I uh, I'm I'm going back to this well a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But go I ahead, did live in other country. You did, you did. I've felt this before. Uh-huh. I know how it feels, you know, to be in a place where no one looks like you. No, no one's even talking your same language. Yeah. Well, at least some of the language here was things I kind of understood. Mm-hmm. It was all very country, countrified. So yeah. some of the things went over my head. But but then I was like, you know, some people might be offended at this. And I started to think, should I be offended at this mm-hmm. or should I not be offended at this? Well, that that's a very good point because someone would argue that it's stereotypical to think that country folk are going to go watch a country-themed show. Um, sure. They said it's kind of stereotypical. I'm not saying that this is how it must be. I did see one. I did see one family of color um, there, but it was it. Everyone in the audience was white. Um but it was just interesting to me. And, and as I, I think some people might complain that the fact that the whole cast was white too, and there didn't seem to be anyone, mm. any diversity there. Yeah. But as I started to think about it, I was like, well, if we're staying true to the period, the time and the place. Yeah. You would assume that, that that's the direction. They yeah. Would so go. it was. And so I've, I felt like if someone's watching the show and there's no diversity, some people would be bothered. But part of me saying, why would you be bothered? That's who it's supposed to be. It's about, it's like who it's supposed to represent. Right, exactly. Yeah. If there was if there was diversity in there and they were true historically, now it was a silly thing. It wasn't obviously meant to be. So if they yeah. had it, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah. But I'm saying the people in it would have been discriminated against or in a position that if it was historically accurate, right. Not a comfortable scene. Yeah, no, that's that's so interesting. I mean, uh, PJ kind of like took us straight on the hill, like right off the bat, even yeah. with this. But I love, you know, no, it's good, it's good, because because here's 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 the thinking: if you're going to be accurate to what you're trying to depict, then yeah, you have to go that route, whether you like it or not. I mean, it, it makes me think about like um, coming to America, mm. where that was a, a almost solely uh, African American cast. Yeah, I right? think they had. Louis. Louis Anderson. Louis that Anderson. Was, that was was because according to some research, uh, Eddie Murphy was told you cannot have a, a Caucasian on your move in the movie. He was told he couldn't no. not have one. So he had to he have had one. He had to have one. Right, right. At least one. Mm-hmm. Right. So um it was just very interesting how that so, how that whole dynamic worked. So but there was one. I I if I remember, if I remember correctly, correctly, there was there Louis had a role like he had multiple lines, you know, like yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. just. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there there might have been a cameo of other Caucasians like as extras, but to, but I don't to, remember I don't remember like speaking lines. Yeah, it was only Louis. Anderson. It was only Louis Anderson. So so so, so again, it, it's not. I don't want to call it accurate fully accurate but they were in a part of new york that was probably more predominant yeah african-american so it's just interesting no it's interesting and especially as you look at it and i've i find it funny that some people get a little offended at some of of these period pieces and some of these like movies they want diversity right and i do a hundred percent agree. We need diversity. We need to make sure that we do our best to fill roles with people who um, best represent that role. Yeah. If it makes sense. Yeah. If yeah. it makes sense. But, but I, I do find it at sometimes to be ah, sometimes a little hypocritical. For instance, one of the biggest musicals right now in the whole entire planet is what? Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. But they recast 
all of Hamilton's people with people of minority. Ah, that's true. When the reverse is that's looked true. down upon. That is so true. Good point. I hadn't even thought about that. And I and I hadn't thought about it until they did like this article about uh, Hollywood trying to do a better job of being multicultural and all those kind of things. And I agree yeah. with that. I totally agree with. That. I think we need more diversity. I think if if there was a person of color who did something and you're doing a movie about them, you need to do everything you can to get a person of color in there to represent represent it, right? Now, I believe that the Simpsons went through this just lately. You know, like uh, a particular character. Apu. Right. And he was played by... But he played multiple characters, a white person. Right. Exactly. You know, do you have a... I'm a little less... I have a little less problem with that one. I, I mean... Because it's a cartoon? Kind of. Ki kind of. You don't see the person. So I know that there are cartoons where a, a Caucasian character is played by a person of color. Yeah. And no one says anything about that. But okay, I see what you're saying. So I, personally, I'm just a person who wants consistency. Okay. Because I feel like if you're going to be fair, and I know that there, there's a lot more nuance to this than, than not. Right. For instance, I, I think it would have been weird that if the Hat Meals, Hatfields and McCoys, you know, unless you're changing the whole dynamic of the story, mm -hmm. if there was equal representation because... That's not true to the story. It's right. not true to the to the lore of that story. Right. Well, I mean, now, in the case of Hamilton, let me pause there for a little yeah. bit and park here. You get the most talented people who could do the job. I mean, those people on that program are... Ooh. Okay. I get what you're saying, but that is a slippery slope because if you say that about anything else, you're going to get in trouble. You can't, say, you can't say that if you got a white person to play a character that's not 100% white... Oh, I see with the reverse. But okay, you, I see. You I see. see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you now a little better, yeah. Now, now I understand because of the style of music. Right, yes. So I was going based go on what, more. yeah, I was based on the art because, right. again, that show or that program is just art. So let me ask you this. If, if the show is the same thing but done in country music. Yeah, that, I see where you're coming from. And But they change the... They change a black person into a white person because that white person sings country music better. Well, well that's then, not gonna fly, well, dude. Well, not not today, but back in the day when you talked oh, about yeah, theater, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, men were doing women roles. Oh yeah, and, and I like, believe that, that was you know. So here's the thing: I believe that that's totally wrong. Oh my yes, one hundred percent wrong. I see where you're, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent wrong when someone put blackface on to play a black character. Yeah, totally wrong on so many levels. Wait, you mean you? I'm sorry. I, a white I, I, person to, to play, play a black. Okay, right, yeah, I'm right. sorry. They I'm sorry. would, I think, they yeah, would yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, color their skin. Yeah. Totally wrong, yeah, right? 100% yeah. wrong. And so there's almost been an over overcompensation at times to sometimes make up for that where I don't, nowadays, if you, if you did that on the flip side, what Hamilton did, it wouldn't go over well. I see. I mean, I think, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm trying to think because it got me thinking as I was a Gatlinburg, I was like, man, this is a really stereotypical white program that that's interesting <laughs> you know but you see this is why having these conversations is so important because when you have these kind kind of conversations what what i'm getting is it's starting to open our eyes to things that maybe we weren't thinking about before maybe i don't know i don't know and maybe i sound like a dummy and let me know if i'm being insensitive no, in no, some no. way because yeah. i want to make sure that you know but I, I do like things to be 
Like, I know what to expect from someone. When someone comes up to me, I want to know that they're going to treat me with kindness and be, you know, evil. Anyways, I, it was supposed to be a nice light start, and it got heavy real quick. Yeah, that's what I was about saying. my trip to Gatlinburg, and then somehow <laughs> it took us down this road. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, no, no, you're fine. We that's why I was like, we it. went straight in. Stay on the hill, but that's okay. All right. So our next thing is going to be interesting. It's going to be a little clickbait, and we'll be right back after this music break. And we're back. Yes, we are. All right. So this one's this one's weird dude okay what's wrong with this one do you know who little nas x is no <laughs> he sounds like a rapper but I, I i i don't know who he is i yes he's a rapper okay he's released an interesting music video that in itself um i showed it to you previously to this yes just to kind of show it to you and you're right. like it was very dark and disturbing and uh, as a pastor i'm like do not watch that video but that's not what this this thing is about. Uh-huh. Little Knots has released a themed shoe that went along with this video, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's an it's a Nike shoe. Okay. The name of the shoe is called Let me see if I can find it here. It's well anyway, I don't know if I can find the name of the thing, but it's a Satan themed shoe. Have you really? heard about this shoe? No. Uh-oh, I'm going to have to do some research here. Yes. Um, so, it's called, this. Uh, he releases Satan Shoes, all right? And here's what's interesting about this shoe. It's a black Nike shoe. Here, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it. Here's a black Nike shoe. It has a, like, where the laces are, a gold pentagram. It has the verse Luke 10, 18. I think that's the one that talks about Satan's fall. You want to... I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Fact check me on that. Luke what? Uh, Luke 10, 18. Okay. It's black and red. It has an... There's a little tag on it that has an inverted cross on it. And each shoe, it's a um, limited run, about a thousand shoes. Um, I don't know if it's a thousand shoes. I think it might be 666 shoes. Are you kidding me? All right, so get this. Here it is. Luke 8, uh, 10, 18 in the NIV says, he replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Mm. Yes. So that's on the shoe, right? And then I think it's the shoe that he's holding up says one of 666. And each shoe has a drop of blood or has blood in it. What? Yeah, like, you know, in the soul, the liquid soul. Like a real drop of blood? So, as I'm reading this story, someone was telling me about it, and they're like, yeah, Nike made this shoe. By the way, Nike did not make this shoe. Nike's actually in the process of suing him. Oh, okay. Because they did not uh, do this. Um, But he's doing it in conjunction with a New York-based art collective, MSCHF, so Mischief. Right. So, they're modifying versions of the Nike Air 97s, right? And it has the swoosh on it. It's everything else. The shoe, which sold out in minutes, Really? Cost a thousand and eighteen dollars for the Luke Ten, so it's a thousand eighteen dollars per shoe. I mean, per per pair. Per pair. Oh my right? word! And um, the lawsuit comes. So it's talking about the lawsuit, which the bronze pentag- has a features a bronze pentagram and the number six 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 and a small amount of human blood. So I guess some of the people of this um, art mischief people, yeah, 
donated some of their blood. They mixed it in with the water and they put it into the sole of the shoe. Mercy. So there's the genuine shoe and there's the... Right, right. I said, I recognize the shoe, um, but... Right. Wow. What do you think of that? That... <laughs> okay, okay. So I, I'm all... My mind is like... The sneakers the are huge right now. The sneaker game is unbelievable. I yeah, can't sneaker, believe yeah. how much sneakers The sneaker heads are, are out there. Okay, so this is... Again, people... I, 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 I am not surprised. Let me, let me just put it this way. Satan is becoming more and more and more and more and more bold, okay, with what's happening right now. And sadly, sadly, the place where he's um, really just identified himself is in the music and in the movie industry. Like, and, and even to the point, and I think we touched on this before. I remember mentioning it at some point, but I don't think we, we stayed long on it. But the idea is there's a show that's titled Lucifer. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're seeing it. And he's the good guy. And he's kinda. the good I mean, I have, I've never watched an episode. I just read. You know, he's depicted as a yeah. good guy, right? Well, even long time ago, uh, Adam Sandler made a movie called Little Nicky where he was the devil's son. I never, I never watched it. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, it's a long time ago. Okay, okay. so <laughs> are we dating ourselves? Uh, so, so the mm. idea is, you know, he's becoming more and more blatant, like open. Let me ask you this: is this is this scary to you? Is this um, what what does this do for you? Is this is this dangerous? Well, the fact that he released this shoe is it dangerous? No, no. I mean, again, now as a Christian. Mm -hmm. Now, I have to tap into what my morals are, right, right. and my preferences. And, right. and the reality is I don't want my girls to be challenged by seeing this shoe. They walk into the store and, bam, there's this shoe. You know, maybe it's not going to happen like that because it's expensive. No, no, no. It's They're so already expensive. sold out it's and a, it yeah. was special. But, but my point is they, they'll find out. They'll, they'll, their friends are going to be talking about it and all of this. And it's just like it's an opportunity to, to make Satan real. Because, see, oftentimes, hmm. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. All right. No, I, I thought I thought I had interrupted. No, 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 no. So, so I almost interrupted you, so, which I basically did by <laughs> almost doing it. I'm now doing it. Sorry. You're go fine. ahead. Continue. So I think it's it's to me. Okay, mm -hmm. it's actually a good thing. Oh. Okay. Because Satan needs to be brought out of the shadows. We need to call sin by its name, mm -hmm. right? Sin is something that God is against. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes what happens is either of two things: either Satan gets the blame for every single thing, which again. He doesn't control us. And I've told you, he gets the blame for way too much. Yeah, okay. And, and okay. Also and then too little. the other side is that, <laughs> yeah, like, like okay, it's sin, blah, 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 but God sometimes gets uh, accused of sin, mm -hmm. right? So, so, in my humble opinion, it is okay for us to now bring him out to the light, acknowledge him, understand his purpose and what he's trying to do here. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, just think about, look at another one. How about, did we talk about match? The match commercial, I think we did. When, oh, when, yeah. When, two, 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 zero, two, zero, whatever, yeah. you know. So it's just out there. I mean, it started, I mean, it didn't start here, but one of the places where it really started to to be like, whoa, like they're coming out like this was at the music, Video Music Awards. I think it was VMAs, I think mm -hmm. is what they, what they call them. And it was just like blatant. Like you, you saw that, and this was years ago. Right. And you're like, oh, my goodness, Satan is like coming out of the closet kind of thing, <laughs> right? So let me ask you this. Okay, I understand I understand one one concept you're saying here. Um 
it makes it to me there's there's possibly two things happening you said it makes it him all the real and we need to bring him out of the light to me part of this is the danger of minimizing him actually like making him almost to be a caricature or something that doesn't have power oh yeah there's or that ability too. like the tw- yeah. like the the match one it's like it's such a uh, like a preposterous kind of commercial. Yeah, and it's, it's a like, comical thing. It almost yeah. makes it funny, like the devil with the pitchfork and like the stereotypical looking devil. That's not what the devil looks like. Not at all. They almost make him a cartoon as in to make him not real almost. To me, yeah. there's a danger of making him not real. Well, they're desensitizing us to yes, him. Yes, I see where you're coming. And that's another thing. It's it's all, not only is it making him not real, but desensitizing to like, oh, it's, it's no big, these shoes aren't a big deal. Who cares? Well, again, from a Christian perspective, mm-hmm. this is like, whoa, like, yikes. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, what do you expect? He claims this world right. as his. Yeah. And what Christ came to do, he didn't come to redeem the world, literally. He came to redeem mankind. Mm-hmm. Because we know that this world and everything in it is going to burn ultimately. And it's not going to burn because Satan burned it down. Even though if Satan could and God would allow him to, he would just to hurt God, right? Mm -hmm. But the point is, it's going to be purified with fire, Mm. right? And the idea is God is going to restore this world into what he intended it to be from the Mm get-go. So with that thought process, you know, I'm saying I don't want to be desensitized to Satan, but at the same time, we ought to start having more conversations about him because like First Peter tells us, he's like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Well, we need to realize that there is someone trying to pull us away from Jesus. No question. Right. And we, we need to realize that. Um, it, it's just interesting to me, kind of this, like to me, it's a little freaky. Like, uh, And then the human blood portion of it. I mean, to me, it's almost like idealizing this character right for some it's going to be like oh that's so cool that's so edgy come almost kind of like one glorifying it and then the other part that's like oh this is just a myth this is there's no such thing Mm -hmm. and so to me the devil doesn't care which side you're on no just as long as you're not on god's side that's right right? he wants you to he he wants the glory but also if you deny him he's like fine yeah good for you deny me just (laughs) as long as you're denying god exactly exactly that's his main point yeah by the way i do want to be a little bit I also noticed doing research in there, I guess there had been previously a Nike Air 97 mischief called Intra-Jesus Shoes. So there have been <laughs> Jesus Shoes. Now these, instead of being all black and red, these are blue and the sole is white. Like the skies is what they're trying to imitate? No, I think it's more like water. Oh, oh, oh. Because instead of blood, this one has water from the Jordan River. And then instead of having the pentagram on the top where the laces are, this one has a crucifix. Oh, man. So not a cross, but a crucifix, you know, the one with Jesus on, which right. is problematic as, as, as well. So Agreed. A, a very problematic two shoes. Yes, yes. Which minimizes Jesus. There's no reverence in this There's at all. There's irreverence here. Irreverence here. And a, a downplaying of that. So this, this just very interesting kind of, so, so, so are you thinking that like we should be as Christians, we should be outraged. We should be like, what would you, what would you, uh, man, you know, that's a tough one for me. Cause I know in the old Testament, they, there were prophets that had zeal for the Lord Yeah, and they would be outraged and speak to it. Not only that, there was one who ran a sword through a false, through, yes. through a um, false prophet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who was leading people to bail. Yep. And he's like, no, you're gone because this is the Lord's. Correct. 
But then we have Jesus who came to this world and, and, and was basically, hey, we need to show kindness and love. And, you know, we had to have zeal for the Lord but not overreact because these shoes aren't going to send anyone to the bad place. Yeah. Neither one of these shoes. They're just material. Yeah, it, it's what it's what's in the heart. Yes. And But we also need to put Jesus and Satan in their proper context. We need to have reverence for Jesus, hold him in awe. He's a God. He's a being that deserves our, our respect and our and our respectful fear. I don't I want to make sure people understand that. Mm-mm. And Jesus and the Satan, we should have nothing to do with him. Right. Not even in playing games. We right. should not play games. He's not someone to play around with. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. He is not uh, toying with us. And so to me, I, I'm not outraged, but I am definitely like very uncomfortable with this. And I don't want people to minimize it and be like, oh, no, no, whatever, no big deal. And, you know, oh, that's funny. It's, it's not really funny when we're dealing with, with God yeah. or, or Satan. To, 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 to us. Yeah. But to a non-believer or someone who doesn't care much for religion, they may not feel the same way. Yeah. And, that's, and that's part of the challenge in this uh, arena because, you know, the Bible does tell us to be in the world but not of the world. And we can see that the world more and more is becoming more and more secular and paying less and less attention to God. So this is something that we we have to keep in mind when uh, looking at what the world is doing. The box, didn't I show you the box there? I'm showing him a picture of the box where the shoes are in. It looks like hell. Mercy so, Lord. Anyways. Yeah. No. I was going to ask you, like, uh, what, what that box was about. So thank you. Yeah. Um, we, we in, uh, encourage you <laughs> to, uh, maybe discourage you to get to, I mean, you probably know about this already. Well, there's but, a Bible verse that says, um, keep your eyes on things that are pure, holy, good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's where we need to make sure that even as Christians, even when it comes to our shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is a representation of something that we value. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to spend a thousand dollars on sneakers. First off, don't do that. No, please don't. That's um, that's not being good stewards of no, God's money. And, and take the stimulus if you're <laughs> getting it and save it for emergencies. But but the point is, uh, no, I mean, obviously, I'm not your financial advisor. Do whatever <laughs> your financial advisor or the Lord tells you, right? But my point is, you know, that's not a wise way to spend money. And and at the same time, look, you're 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 the fact that you purchase that for whatever rich reason uh, demonstrates the fact that you value it. And mm. what we're trying to say, if you're valuing things that highlight uh, Satan, mm-hmm. there's I'm not saying you're a Satanist. Yeah, I'm just saying you're we have to with fire. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Boom. Yeah. So anyhow, I I know that w- that we're not done, guys. We there's another part of Lil Nas that we're get, we have to get into. No, are we gonna get into that? the video? You don't want to talk about the video? I, I don't even want to acknowledge the video. The video is just nasty to me. Oh, I, gosh. On so many levels. Yeah, both of us. Hopefully, if you're a Christian and you started to watch that video, you're like, this isn't. Yeah, like, I, I we, I, I know this is not the way to go about this always, but we, <laughs> we chose to watch it to for investigative purposes, and I just feel like my brain needs to be scrubbed. And I'm never watching that video again. Yeah, no, I will not either. But Anyways, my point I is... But it just kind of shows kind of the mentality also yes, of the shoes. And yes, and, stuff and, and stuff. to think that there are so many people that support this. And this is why, again, we want to 
the reason why we bring this up is we want to encourage you to be loving, Christ-like, long-suffering. Look, God is long-suffering. This is one of those long-suffering moments where it's like you getting upset and becoming outraged and going to war uh, with this person is not going to solve the issue. It's not going to change anything. Mm-mm. And the reality is the easiest way to conquer the world, and I share this often if you if you listen to my uh, podcast, which you probably don't because it's really geared towards early teens. And, uh, and, uh, but if you know early teens in your life, the motivation podcast, motivation, get it? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the plug. Thanks for the plug. But, but the idea is I tell them love is what conquers all things. Mm -hmm. It's not me getting upset. It's not me, um, telling people off and, 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 um, and I'm going to use a strong phrase here, ripping them a new one. The idea is, Love is what conquers all things. And we're called to take the high road every single time. And that is hard. Mm, To show grace and mercy, compassion. Yes. And then ask God to give you peace. That's why we kind of close out the way that we do. Just telling you, look, God is going to bless you and give you the strength to behave in that manner if you allow him to. So before running out and quote unquote defending God in the name of God, which a lot of terrible things have been done in the name of God. Make sure that your motives are aligning with his and your behavior is as well. Lord will give you opportunities. All right. Hey, we will move on to the next one here in just one minute. We have another kind of clickbait thing for you. Be right back. So we've returned. Yes, we have. That was kind of an interesting, heavy, uh, not interesting, heavy, but it was, yeah. Anyways. We were all over the place in that last one just because it's just like, ow. Yeah. It's just like, it just, these are the kind of things you never expected to see. <laughs> oh, let me, let me rephrase that. That is something I never expected to see in my lifetime. Really? This is just, nah, wow. I, I guess I never expected it. So now we're going to go back to another uh Going back to a, a post I saw on Facebook, uh-huh. this post comes from a, a friend of mine who, a former student of mine at Rio Lindo Academy. Sweet. He was uh, of Asian descent, Korean descent. Mm-hmm. And during all of the, you know, things we've had lately, he, he wanted, he shared something on Facebook through a post. And I want to read that post um, to you. Mm-hmm. I've, I reached out to him, had a little conversation once, and I'm going to you know, call him again because I, I have lots of questions and things that I'd, I'd, I'd love to, to process with him. But here was his quote that he shared. As I process the feelings this week, this was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I find myself uncomfortable with the attention and support being poured out for the AAPI community. That's American, Asian, Pacific Islanders. Yes. Uh, it makes me feel keenly aware of how I've been culturally conditioned to keep this pain very private, to act like it isn't there. My instincts are to call my relatives and to urge them to stay home and to keep their heads down. It takes, it takes me back to my childhood when my mother would say, that's why you have to do even better, study harder, work harder. That, that was their answer. Mm. But um, uh, I did that. I worked hard. I did well. And it feels like it hasn't changed anything. Wow. As hard it is as it is, we need to seek more attention and be more vocal. 
And that's not just about the physical and violence and murder, but all of it. So this was very interesting because, I, like I said, he was a, a former student of mine. A very, he was a very thoughtful uh, kid back then. Now he's a, a, a young younger than me, man. It's weird to like (laughs) have conversations and see the people who were my students back then. I was, I didn't realize how young I was then anyways, because I think he was like 17 or 18 and I was 23, but I was, you know, but I was, you know, one one of his teachers. So you always didn't like, Oh, that that young kid. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, a great kid was always thoughtful back then. And so Uh this just kind of got me thinking about, you know what what's been what's been happening lately and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is the conversation i want want to have with him and I, I want to call him soon and ask him about this but some of these things and last time we left it as in some of the cultural issues as to why maybe they aren't more vocal so yeah. once again i don't like to always take it back to where i was but it's what i know that's all right when i went to thailand once again hierarchical they tend to th- keep things in and not be very confrontational mm mm-hmm. In my family, I'm not known as being bold. Right. But in Thailand, they thought I was extremely bold. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird because I would just ask them for something they said they were going to give me. And when they didn't give it to me, I'd be like, hey, you told me that you were going to give me this. And I'm like, well, well. And I'd be like, no, no, this is what we agreed to. Right. So they would find me to be very bold. And I wasn't even being very adamant adamant about it maybe i was because maybe my spanish was coming out and i didn't know it right (laughs) yeah because you know sometimes we talk to each other with a little more passion than we realize we do we do we get to be a little bit uh i know the word isn't spicy sassy is the word i think i don't like i I like spicy better than spicy all right fine then we we're uh excited yes we're animated there you go animated that's the word i was looking for so i found that within that culture and i have seen other or heard of other Asian cultures maybe being a little bit more not as aggressive when it comes to these types of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like you said, I was told. And my mom would tell me this too in certain aspects. Hey, you just need to do better. You need to st- study harder and work harder. Yeah. Don't get in the mix. Don't cause drama. Look, I, I embraced that whole concept that as a minority, mm. we have to work twice as hard for half as much. Hmm. There's some people who are going to have a problem with what you just said. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> Reach us at diversityonthehill at gmail.com, diversity with the C. Let me know how you feel. Now, I, I'll tell you how I feel right now. I do believe that many times that is the truth. I do believe, though, sometimes it's not that true. And okay. I, I want to make sure that I want people to be reflective and be like, hey, listen. So, for instance, me, I felt like my life was normal. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say that I am light-skinned, and I don't have a Spanish accent. So sometimes people maybe not know that. So that could be part of my experience, and I yeah. want to make sure I, I knew that. Yeah. But my parents gave me such a life that I have a better life than them. Correct. And I don't feel like I've had to work twice as hard to get the same as right. a minority. And, I, and I mean, my father was relatively successful and probably could have been more, more successful he was an extremely hard worker, but I do believe for the most part from what I was able to see and interact with my father and have conversations with him, I don't feel like he felt like that was necessarily a true statement in his life. He felt like for the most part, he was treated relatively fair. Right. For the most part. There were times when he said, hey, this could be because of my, my accent. Right, right. Now, 
again, and and I'm glad that that was your experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when the when the statement is made, I because I can only speak for myself, right? Take it from the fact that we don't have the same starting line, right? When it comes to uh, people who were born the same, let's call it year or whatever that I was, mm-hmm. we don't necessarily have the same starting line. And granted, my parents are immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's obvious that, that adds we another wouldn't. level of complexity, right. though. Right, it does. It does. Because if you're an immigrant, you're coming most of the time with very little. Correct. And but then I'm talking about the fact that uh, again, the opportunities mm-hmm. that happen. Mm-hmm do not come the same way for minorities. I, I think there are many times that is true. I, I want to be fair to the process, though. No. Because I, I, sometimes you're right, the starting point isn't there. For instance, when my father came, he didn't have, I mean, he was pretty well educated, but he didn't have an education in the schools that were known. Correct. And established, Right. Yeah. Because being established also helps. Yeah. Being established helps. And and, you know, I'm glad to hear that that was your experience. However, when when my parents immigrated here, my dad was starting to do that. He was he was on the way mm-hmm. um, to being very successful. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to dive too deep into his story. Um, he will have to share his own story. But but to my understanding, mm-hmm. um, well, no, this is not to my understanding. He worked on Wall Street for one of the big insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on his way mm-hmm. uh, to being very wealthy, mm-hmm. very successful. Mm-hmm. And sadly, he suffered a stroke and we had to start all over again. Mm-hmm. And that changed the whole dynamic, right? Sure. Um, however, I'm talking about the fact that if I'm applying for a job and you're applying for a job, mm-hmm. In our cases, might be close because your last name is Montez. If we're if we're doing just on picture though, like just a visual, right? It'll it'll be different, you know. And and the resume with a name like mine and a name like yours, well, again, not yours. Uh, I need to find somebody who has now my first name is. Let's yeah, just yeah. go with the very typical name that people use, uh, John Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, they use that a lot. Um, you know. Without a picture, mm-hmm. but you see a Curcio Mota and you see a John Smith. Sure. Yeah, research is done that that right. That so, so, so what I'm saying is things. right. So, I'm not trying to say it as a as a pity party or as a I'm aggravated or upset. This is just our reality. Yeah. Now we have talked about this before, but I would say that there's the the, the flip side that some people would say, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that used to be true, but now because everyone has to be diverse there's a chance that they're going to be looking at that other person just because. Well, here's, and I hear what you're saying. And, and I've also heard the, I've comment, heard that argument. Yeah. And I've also heard the statement, you know, right now society is really anti-white, mm. you know? So, so again, I am not trying to encourage any of this behavior whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not going to embrace the, the fact that, Oh, this is not happening today mm-hmm. because it still does happen. For sure. It just maybe happens less. Or like you were saying uh, in our previous podcast, you know, adults are just really good at <laughs> at uh, disguising yeah. the way that they want to operate or sure. whatever. Right. It's so still there just maybe a little more disguised. Right. Right. So. So what, what I'm trying to get at is this is this is real. This is a real uh, challenge that that exists. And 
let, let, you know, I want to hear from you. I hit me up. You know, you don't agree with with what I said that we have to work half as uh, twice as hard for half as much. Um, Diversity on a hill at gmail.com. And I'm not saying I don't agree with you. No, I didn't say I'm that. There you... are instances in which I don't think that that is true. Yes. And, so f- and I believe that now yeah. there is more opportunity because we're having these conversations and it's more in the eye of the people. Yeah. So but there had, are some sectors I've where had, you're seeing that it's not, yeah, that's not the case. Sure. I've Hawaii. had two conversations with Korean friends of mine. All right. One I went to school with and this, this former student of mine. Uh-huh. And it's interesting to see the way they think a little differently. I'm wondering if part of that's generational as well, because we yeah. do come from a little bit yeah. different generations. Generations are thinking different about races that's and correct. what's racist and what's not racist. Yes. So, for instance, what I may think is not racist, a younger generation is be like, that's totally racist. Right. And I'm wondering, that's another question, like, is it really racist or have we just been conditioned to think everything is racist? So no matter, uh, that's a conversation I feel like we need to have at some time because- I think we touched there, we touched on it a little bit. Yeah, I had a com- um, I can't remember I had a conversation there where they're, they're, there's like their kid has been telling them, "Oh, that's racist," and he's like, "No, it's not racist. It's just what it is." Anyways, they've just been conditioned as a as a smaller child. Yeah, yeah. But um, what what I'm saying here is that even so, within my two, uh, they're both Korean, so it's not even two different Asian cultures. Right. Both raised in in the states. I think they were both born there mm. uh but they had a different view out view of it for mm. instance this this my former student says hey we need to be more vocal about it we need to we need to bring more attention to it yeah. my other friend was like yeah I, I i don't feel the same way i don't feel like i've experienced this i've been able to be successful uh-huh. i've been able to do this sure have i seen racism yeah but do i think it's a sy- overall systemic problem he says no mm. right and so it's interesting to, to see that even within the s- same culture, there's a little bit of a different point of view. And yeah. I'd like to get both point of views because I believe it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like I said, there's always so much nuance in it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just I'm just curious to, to, to get more of this conversation. But yeah, we, I, I, I mean, do, getting but, another perspective is always helpful. Oh, right? yeah. And I feel so, like we need to work on that. And yeah. I feel like his perspective was nice. It, it was interesting because some of the things I resonated with, like, hey, study harder, work harder. There's your answer. Yeah, we need to work hard yeah. and we need to study more. I agree. But it's not always the answer. But it's not always the answer because right? there are other factors that are out of your control. Sure. That that then influence or impact your progress. Right. And do we need to seek more attention and be more vocal? On, I think on a certain level, yeah. Yeah. Like conversations. Said, exactly. Conversations. conversations. There be vocal. you go. Yes. Be willing to share your point of view so people can understand it. Exactly. Right. And so people can understand. Hey, listen, this isn't the case. Here are the here are the differences here. Right. Um. So, anyways, I just wanted to bring this up from my from a former student. I thought it was some nice thoughts and just kind of bring it to our attention that we need to continually try to look at other people's thoughts. Yeah. There may be some components we agree with. There may be some components we don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the conversation will bring us to a deeper understanding of each other. Amen. That's right. I agree. Of course you do. <laughs> no, just with you. I love it. I love it. You are a lot less disagreeable than me, though. What? You think so? Yeah. I, I have my moments, but... They're not as often. I have found that I say I disagree with you more than you say you disagree with me. But you're just nice about it. I think you do disagree <laughs> with me sometimes, but you're just nicer about it. Uh, I I say what I got to say, and um, I may not see it exactly the same way, but I love the fact that we get to 
have these conversations like this and um we're not always going to agree and that's okay and, and that's we okay. still enjoy uh podcasting together but once so, again i believe my opinion is always right that's i think what we all do so i'm gonna pray about that <laughs> <laughs> lord we thank you uh, that you gave us minds so we can think and you gave us uh, a mouth so we could speak but you also gave us two ears so we could listen mm -hmm. and we thank you that when we pray you do listen and we appreciate that and i just ask that you may bless um each listener that you may give them the courage to have difficult conversations mm -hmm. that you may help them to see the way you see mm -hmm. and to treat others the way you want them to be treated so lord forgive us if we've fallen short at some point in time mm -hmm. but we thank you because today is another opportunity to be more like you mm -hmm. so help us to conquer this world with love and help us to lift you up so that you may draw all men women and children to you we thank you and we love you in your name. Amen. Amen. Grace and peace to you all. This is PJ and I'm out. And PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.